Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. All right, everybody, welcome to Believe in Chargers. We are, you know, off and running into the second half of the NFL season, and the Chargers and Niners just, you know, ended a few days back a, a Sunday night clash, and it was a... Uh, Listen, the Chargers lose 22 to 16. Uh, Lorenzo, now we're going to give you our thoughts on that game. I thought the Chargers had no business being in that game, and I think they leave the game disappointed thinking they could have won that game uh, against this 49ers team. But, low, first off and foremost, man, how you living, man? How you hey, feeling? Hey, you know, I'm living, I'm living like Biggie, baby. How you living, Biggie Smalls? But I know <laughs> I'm blessed. I feel legendary, man. God is good. Life is good. I'm excited, man. The season is starting to heat up. You just hit the mid stride, the mid mid part of the season. Teams are trying to separate themselves from good to great, from great to good, from bad to worse. And that's what I love about the NFL. Any given week, any given Sunday, the worst team can beat the best team and average teams can beat the best teams. And we saw that on Monday night when you saw the commanders, the you know, the Washington football team commanders find a way to beat the undefeated Incredible. Philadelphia Eagles at home and absolutely went on the road and beat them up, ran the ball down Philadelphia's throat. Philadelphia still can't stop the run, and it showed what the commanders did was show the recipe how you beat a Jalen Hurts Philadelphia team is keep the ball away from them, limit their touches, and ground it and pound them and play good defense. And that was interesting just watching football shake out last week. And I'm telling y'all, if, if you were to go to Bet Online, our number one source for all your sports betting needs, uh, I don't think a lot of y'all chose Washington Commanders' money line in that one. If you did, you are probably wheeling and dealing in Vegas right now. But guys, listen, you'll always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online, our number one title sponsor here at Belief. So head over to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% off welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use the promo code Believe to receive your rewards. That's B L. E-A-V. We're here to talk about Chargers Niners on Sunday night. And Lorenzo Neal, there is no doubt that the L.A. Chargers are just decimated by injury. They're missing half of their entire offensive line. Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Jalen Guyton. They lost Gerald Everett in the first half of the game. Justin Herbert had Josh Palmer and a bunch of dudes throwing the ball. J.C. Jackson's out for the year. They lost two interior defensive linemen for the season in that game. All right, they're going to have to pick me up to stop yeah. the run, you know, and it's talking about Linval Joseph. They're bringing some new guys in the equation. But Lorenzo Neal, a part of it is, listen, you tip your hat off to the Chargers for fighting and, and being in that game. But, low, I mean, how many more injuries can this team suffer? This is ridiculous. It, ridiculous is an understatement. I'm going to tell you right now, that was a black and blue game. When you watch that Niner and Charger game, how the physicality of that game, there were some big-time hitting, some pop pads being popped. And it was awesome to watch the physicality of the game and watch the Chargers say, look, we're going to come in the Levi Stadium and we're going to make this a dogfight and we're going to bloody your nose. And I'm telling you, it was like last man standing. That was a physical game. The Chargers, I don't know how they were able to compete, especially with all the injuries at key positions. And look at that team still, still bow their neck, had an opportunity to win that game. I don't know how they're competing with all the injuries that they have. And yeah, I do, because they got a guy named Herbert. By the way, let me reintroduce my name. My name is Herbert. I think <laughs> Justin, the guy's playing. When you watch the way that he carried that team and willed that team last weekend and just making plays when plays didn't seem to be made, he created opportunities. And their defense, once again, even though all the injuries, Borna, they've been, but they didn't break. 
And, and it's unfortunate, too, because I think the Chargers, they forced some turnovers in the first half, and they'd be mad at themselves that they couldn't cash in on those. They only I think they had two turnovers in the first, first half, only were able to score six points. They got inside of the 10-yard line, and they had to settle for three. And I think those are moments in the game where the Chargers were like, wow, that's where we could have won the game. Because one of the keys to beating this Niner team we've talked about is if you can get a lead on San Francisco, you have to make Jimmy G win throwing the ball. And they never went down – too much San Francisco to the point where they could just continue to run the ball and let's be real everybody the Chargers defense was good in the fact that as Lowe said they bent but they didn't break but man that run defense I could have ran for seven yards a carry against that Chargers run defense CMC gashing him up Wilson gashing him up I mean everyone was gashing up this Chargers run defense low it seemed like every first and ten it became second and two huh yeah it, believe it or not the Chargers look like they just I think the commanders took a piece, piece of the Niners playbook and said mm -hmm. we're going to do that against philadelphia because the chargers the philadelphia eagles did exactly what the niners did they ran the ball limited the kind of com com completion limited the time that justin herbert was going to touch the ball and they just kept gashing them and that's what's that's what's tough and it's got to be heartbreaking when you look up and it's second and two or second and three now you can run the ball again in on third down. So just the Chargers couldn't take that away. Like you alluded to earlier in the show, if you're going to beat the Niners, get them down by, have them down by 14 or 21, and now take away the running game. And Jimmy G and the San Francisco offensive line, it's not good enough. I'm telling you, Borna, the offensive line, yes, you got an all-pro in Trent Williams. Besides that, though, are they good enough to hold up for four quarters when they have to just pin their ears back and throw the ball? And that answer is no. They don't have a good enough offensive line for Jimmy G to sit back and just have to throw the ball to win it. They don't have a quarterback like Herbert or like Mahomes, the, the Niners, that can say, okay, you got to throw the win the ball. They don't have that guy on the roster right now. So when you look at it, when you look at it, yes, the Chargers had plenty of opportunities. If they could have got it, you know, two touchdowns up by three, they had a great opportunity because then you make the Niners one-dimensional and Jimmy hasn't shown that he can beat you. No doubt about it. And, and I think another thing we looked at when we look at this Charger game is a lot of people, a lot of fans are frustrated with the fact that why is Justin Herbert checking the ball down? Why is he checking the ball down every time? First of all, it's hard when no, nobody's getting open, but we take a look at the first drive of that game. It, it looks like this Charger team was shot out of a cannon. I mean, they looked like the old Chargers offense. They immediately drive down. They immediately score. Herbert finds DeAndre Carter for a wide-open touchdown, and it's 7-0, and we're like, whoa, where, where did this come from? Especially with not a lot of weapons. And I think what we're starting to see in the Chargers land is that they are starting to get healthy especially Justin Herbert. He is starting to get healthy. And the biggest teller for me knowing that is two things. He's using his legs. A lot of quarterback sneaks, a lot more running, a lot more use running, using his legs, getting seven, eight yards. And that's how you know that Justin Herbert is healthier. But listen, guys, there's a difference between an excuse and an explanation. And without kind of tumbling down this rabbit hole, I think the difference is relevant. And when we look at the Chargers' 22-16 to loss, listen, they're not making excuses, but the injuries absolutely are, are brutal for this team. But there are still areas where this team is not good. And, low, they still cannot establish the run. 
I right. mean, the, right. the Chargers, I mean, there's you guys know the, the Harry Potter scene where they have to run through the brick wall to get into Hogwarts, the platform nine and three quarters. Well, only, only wizards can do that. The Chargers aren't wizards. They're running into brick walls every single time when they're trying to run the football. Lo, what, what is the reason is that? Is it is it is the offense too predictable? Does Fred Warner and the defense know exactly what's going to happen? Why can't they get two yards running the football? Yeah, I just think that you got to one. I think Eckler is one of the best running backs cars out of the backfield creating opportunities what he can do on the perimeter he doesn't take big hits but Eckler has never been known for a necessarily a chain mover where he's four yards in a cloud of dust where he can get skinny and ring and run over a guy move the pal that's not who he is if you want that guy he's not he's not there that's not Eckler Eckler is a guy that's a finesse guy a guy that can catch the ball make you miss and take it to the house Eckler's that guy that you can get him out on the perimeter on you know on a stretch play yeah, I think Eckler fits well in the Niners offense. He looks a little bit like McCaffrey in, in sense that they don't take necessarily big hits, but they're guys that you get them in space, they can hurt you. But you got to create a new line of scrimmage. And I don't think the Niners or don't think the Chargers are good enough up front with all the injuries to be able to create that new line of scrimmage, to be able to maul and create a new line of scrimmage. And so Eckler has to just go get it. And he's not that type of back. He's the type of back that needs a crease. He's the type of back that you can get guys moving, and then he's a one cut and get north and south, make guys miss. You don't mm. have that type of offensive line. So that is the big deal to me, in my opinion, is saying, look, they can't create a new line of scrimmage. They can't come off. They don't run enough zone where he can say pick a hole. And guys, they don't got to create a new line of scrimmage. And when you're a zone running team, you got to at least have guys moving lateral. Now he can push it, press the hole, and then cut back. Slow to the hole and then fast through the hole. That's the kind of back Eckler is. And I just don't think he's getting that. He's not getting that. And, and Lo, listen to, listen to these numbers. Some of these are insanity. The Niners, out of 30 minutes of game time in the second half, they had the ball for 22 of those minutes. The, wow. the time of possession battle was absolutely ran by the Niners because their drives low, seven, eight minutes, running the ball, running the ball, 13, 14 play drives, depleting. And take a listen to this. The Chargers were up 16, 10 at halftime. They put up zero points in the second half. The defense wasn't the issue. Low, the Chargers, quite frankly, should have won this football game, as crazy as that sounds. And how can you explain Justin Herbert led offense failing to score and totaling 52 yards in the second half low 52 yards of total offense for the Chargers in the second half incredible huh it's about yeah I, I totally understand and here's the thing to it it's about rhythm and you got to see it by a team that's undefeated fast forward to Monday night under the lights Philadelphia playing at home they had no rhythm because the Washington Commanders took the ball and they drove it they ate up clock. They chewed the clock seven, eight minutes, nine minutes. And so once they did that, now as an offense, you're sitting on the sideline and you're saying, we got to make plays. Mm -hmm. You're on as a sideline. You're If it's three and out, your opportunities come up. So when your defense allows them first down, okay, another first down. So another first. So now the offense, you start to get cold. You're starting to say, okay, you lost your rhythm. So it doesn't, even though they had to punt when the Niners drove, drove seven, eight minute drives, then you kick the ball. And then if it's three and out, and now the, now the Chargers go on another drive and no three and outs, it limits the amount of plays that your offense get. Yes, offense has to be better. So I'm not, I'm not just saying it's defense. Offense, the Chargers offense has to be better in the second half. I get that. But when you're limited amount of touches and when the clock is being chewed up, it's hard for an offense to get any type of rhythm. No doubt. And, and, and Lo, at the end of the day, again, 
I, I don't want to be Mr. Excuses. The, the Chargers didn't have enough playmakers to win the game. And, and, and Gerald Everett is a, is a playmaker for this team who's been an awesome at tight end, but they lost him in the first half. Otito Ogbania out for the season. Christian Covington out for the season. Two of their run stoppers. They didn't have Austin Johnson. It's Sebastian Joseph Day and then probably Born and Azar. He was going to be joining him in the front four next week. Huh? <laughs> no, I'm telling you, it, it's, uh, it, it, it's, it's pretty ridiculous uh, on that standpoint. But at the end of the day, I, I see a lot of people clamoring, you know, what is Herbert doing? Why is he checking it down on third and 12? And before I, you know, start to peg on Justin Herbert, what I did was I called my buddies who were at the game and I said, you saw the field Were any, was anybody open for Herbert to throw the ball? And they said, no, 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 nobody was open. Of course he had to check it down. Right. I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's Joshua Palmer. It's Michael Bandy. And it, it's guys that I don't even know at this point, you know, who's getting right. open for the chargers. And it's hard when you don't have Keenan Allen. And I think Justin Herbert is incredibly awesome. But what we've also noticed is how awesome a quarterback is. Every fantastic quarterback, they still have their one security blanket. You know, with, with Josh Allen, it's Diggs. With Mahomes, it's Kelsey. With Brady, it's Evan, right? With Rodgers, it was Devontae Adams. What happened when Devontae Adams left Green Bay? Oh, breaking news, the Packers are 4-6. and six. Aaron Rodgers man. doesn't look like Aaron Rodgers of old, even though everyone thinks he's that bad man. So regardless of how awesome your quarterback is, even the great ones, they have that security blanket. And Justin Herbert hasn't had that security blanket. Your guy, Phil Rivers, who was it? It was AG. It was Gates, right? right so right, so, right. so, it's like, it, it, how much can you peg on Justin Herbert, low when he's throwing to these guys? You, 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 you know what? Justin Herbert has to understand that he can't go and do everything. And he's got to understand that, hey, look, they're, they're in a position that, the, of a lot of the pressure is on him. It's on him to drive this offense. It's on him to lead this team. He can't look at it that way. He's got to look at it and say, I just got to do my job. Justin Herbert understands he's not going anywhere. He's the fresh, he's the face of this franchise. I'm worried about this guy's health. I'm worried about because he's trying to create, you watch the shots that he's taking, the hits and stuff that he's taking, because he's trying to scramble and make plays happen and trying to keep things alive. You need to worry about his future. You sure. don't want this quarterback getting hurt and saying, now you don't have Justin Herbert. Because I'm telling you right now, you put Justin Herbert on the char on, on the Niners right now, the Niners win a Super Bowl hands down. <laughs> They're winning Justin, seven Super Bowls. <laughs> yeah, with Justin Herbert, with the amount of talent that the, Chargers, the Niners have, he would win a Super Bowl this year. You look at the NFC and say, who's going to stop him? If you put Justin Herbert on the Niners with Odebo and Ayuk, and now you say, okay, now we can run the ball, we can do play action, and we can do boots. Look at Kittle. Kittle's been non-factor because you can't run necessarily boots because Jimmy can't get outside the pocket. But now if you have a guy like Herbert, so so I think that people have to just temper down with expectations of Herbert. He, he's been coming off an injury. You don't have your weapons. You're playing with third and fourth and fifth string receivers, and the guy is still making this team relevant, and they're still competing, and they're still right in the thick of things. And, and, and Lo, you know, at the end of the day, you need talent to win in the NFL. The Chargers are missing too much of it right now. Yes. That is not an excuse. That is an explanation. They just are, and and we can go into reasons and rationale as to why year in and year out they, they are always injured. You remember when Lights Out was on the show, Sean said, you know, the key to this team is they have they have the most talent in the league potentially, but can they stay healthy? And, and the answer is no. They are the most injured team in the National Football League, and, you know, I don't care how good you are on paper. I don't care what the deal is. You, you, you cannot win 
And and the fact that this team is five and four is is still absurd to me. I mean, I with, with the amount of injuries that they have, it's incredible that they still have a shot here. And, and speaking of having a shot here low next week, it doesn't get any easier. Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs come to Los Angeles for Sunday night football. And, and, and if the Chargers want any faith, any chance of winning the division, they need to win this game. The Chiefs come in at seven and two. The Chargers come in at five and four, two games back. It's an absolutely monumental swing if they go three games back with six games to play versus one game back with six to seven games to play. So this Kansas City team is firing on all cylinders. Patrick Mahomes is doing it with Kelsey. Now Kadarius Tony, who they acquired from the Giants, looks like the next coming of God, you know? So it's right. crazy, right? It's crazy what, what Mahomes and this team is able to do but why we love Kansas City a lot of people is two reasons number one it doesn't matter who their tailback is they continue to run the football they continue to shove it down your throats day in and day out and, and number two Steve Spagnola is having that defense play with a little bit of grit tenacity and edge that you know he he always has so low it doesn't get easier and unfortunately for the Chargers they don't get healthier so you know talk about this Kansas City team and, and how much the Chargers are gonna have their hands full yeah, and that's the one thing you wish the Chargers could be better running the ball because this is a ball control game. You want to limit the amount of times that that Mahomes, like you alluded to, touched the ball. Now you got to realize Styles make fight. You have Herbert; he's going to do his. I think you're still going to have a game and a team that's going to compete. They're just built that way. You can say what you want about the Chargers; they're competing. They're competing at a very, very high level. And they look at several weeks ago when they had their weapons. You know, they they should have beat Kansas City Chiefs. I think we talk about a play call. Coach should have ran the ball first and goal on the two yard line. You run the ball and you go up double digits. Instead, sure. it's a, you know it's a four, it's a double double digits point swing. So they are, they match up well against Kansas City. You're playing in L.A., so you have home crowd. Hopefully, she come into a, you know come into effect. But it's going to be tough. Let's let's not let's not fake. Let's not fool ourselves. I guarantee the line's going to come out probably five and a half or six because of the fact that they are looking at how many injuries that they do have. So I'd be shocked if it wasn't a five to six points. And a lot of people are going to be like, oh, wow, that, 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 that high. Yes, it should be that high. It probably should be higher. Six I think, and a half. It's at six and a half right now. You nailed yeah, it. Yeah. This is what I do, Borna. This is what I do. So go to bed <laughs> online, baby. <laughs> so I think that when you look at the Chargers injuries, I think that, you know, this is why it's set at six and a half. So, but I think the Chargers are a team that's that's poised. They they can upset this Kansas City team. They definitely team. So it's going to be interesting. See how guys respond this week. And listen, at, at the end of the day, it's going to be interesting to see who comes back for this Charger team. You know, Coach Daly said Mike Williams should be practicing this week. Keenan Allen, what's his situation? We talked about this last week, Loban, day-to-day since week two. How is that chronic hammy? You know, what, what's the situation with that? Uh, it, 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 listen, I'll tell you this, Charger fans, and I, and I hate to be a burden of bad news. If Keenan Allen and Mike Williams are playing, pack them up. I mean, I mean, if they're not playing, pack them up. Uh, at the end of the day, Justin Herbert can only do so much. And I think, you know, one one thing on Herbert as well, what I noticed I kind of breaking down the swim of the Niners game is he had some guys open over the seams that I think he throws to if it's Keenan or Mike. There's a little bit of a trust factor that is really important when you have your security blankets. And even if it's a, a guy who's just as open as Keenan would, I think Herbert was a little bit more reluctant to throw the ball just because there's not that familiarity. There's not that that trust level that he has with the Keenan Allen or Mike Williams. And that's, a, that's not something you can you know, knock the young quarterback, but that's just kind of what he believes and, and, and what he feels. So 
you know, again, on Bet Online, Kansas City opens up as six and a half point favorites. And now when you look at this playoff picture, guys, it's, it's you know, we're, we're in mid-November. We're getting towards Thanksgiving. It, it's time to start talking about the postseason picture. There are a lot of good teams in this wild card race. I mean, low, the AFC East has th- three awesome teams, right? The, the, the uh, Wait, four awesome teams. The Bills, the Dolphins, the, the, the Jets, and uh, I'm forgetting who else is in that division for some reason right now. Um, right, right. But, but no, but, it, the AFC is a lot of good they, teams. Yeah, you look even look at Kansas, look at the Jets. The Jets is even, you know, they're they're in the thick of things. You look at New England, New England, the Bills and the Jets, you got a three teams that are and the Dolphins, all four and the Dolphins. Yeah, it's the first time that you may, believe it or not, those four teams are gonna be fighting for a playoff spot. I mean, you think about where they're at. They have C to me is just loaded. Then you look at Kansas City and the Chargers. I know you know, Denver's done and the Char- and the Raiders are done. That's why you just want this Charger team. You just wish that they were healthy. You wish that they had all hands on deck because man, they're right in the thick of things. Don't look down, but now you look at Cincinnati starting to heat up, and you look at Ravens. So I think that man, the AFC, man, they're just they just like look like this year, the AFC is just a little more talent. there's too many good teams. Not all those good teams are going to get in, right? And and the question is, you know, health health is very important, but, you know, the Chargers can salvage this if they can get healthy at the right time. But we take a look at this new playoff format with there being three wildcard teams. There's now a likelihood that an entire division can get into the postseason. One with the division winner and then the other three wildcard spots in that division. So it wouldn't surprise me if the Dolphins, the Jets, the Bills, and the Patriots all got in the postseason and they're the entire AFC East, which is absurd, right? The Dolphins, surprisingly, everybody are leading that division at seven and three. The Jets are at six and three. The Bills are at six and three. Lo, how crazy is this? As it stands right now, the Buffalo Bills are third in the AFC East. Oh, it's, insanity. Yeah, it's insanity. They're six and three. It's insanity. Who would have thought it? Who would have thought? It? And it's crazy because you have an elite quarterback, elite in 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 in, 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 in what he can do with the Bills, Josh Allen. But if you see the games that he lost, the dirt ball that he threw against Miami, that he, if he hits his the fullback in the flat, he walks in the end zone, he uh, underchucked it, fumbling the ball last week. And if you think about who is the third loss that that the Jets. So when you think about what they could be undefeated, done, they should, and it's like wow. No doubt. No doubt. I, 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 I think Buffalo is uh, incredible. And I, I, I think the Jets are playing great football, too. Robert Sala has that defense. He's got them playing. Insane. The defense humming, man. The defense is humming. He's got them playing. You look at – you look at. Uh, I think that the best thing that could have happened to, uh, to, to, um, to Bill – not Bill Barcells, but New England Patriots, Belichick, is when the quarterback went down. Because yeah. when he went down – the young guy came in, uh, uh, the backup came Bailey in. Zappy, yeah. And Zappy came in and held it down. But also Zappy lighted a fire under the starting quarterback's butt because, you know what, he showed that he could win. And you know Belichick, Tom Brady and, and Drew Bledsoe, you remember that story. Tom Brady outplayed him and took over. So he understands. So I think New England, they build a certain they, – they, they, they build that level of competition – like no other, and look at the quarterback play the way those two guys are playing. Lo, I want to ask you this about the Chargers before we wrap it up. And guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure you subscribe to the channel, smash the like button, go check us out on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Lo, I want to ask you, you know, if you're general manager Tom Telesco, if you're ownership, is it tough evaluating this coaching staff because of all the injuries? 
right? How much of the evaluation goes into, you know what, schematically we're, we're broken and, and this coaching staff isn't figuring out versus how much of it is are you giving them the benefit of the doubt of, oh my goodness, everyone's hurt. How do you go into the evaluation process of year two in this daily regime? Tough. It really, it, no, Borna, that's a great question. It's tough because you, you can only look at what you see and what you, and what you watch and what you view and you got to say, okay, injuries, how much of a factor have they played? A big factor. But then you go to and say, okay, so how many of these things that we've seen has been self-inflicted? Like, what has been the decision-making on some of these games that you say, okay, besides injuries, could we have one? Is there a game that you look at and say, man, huh, I question. And there's you got to admit, and there's no way that you doesn't say Kansas City, and, and, and you look at Kansas City and you think about what it could have been. What, what could have happened, and also you think about another game that you won, but you say, ah, it makes you this question, and that's freaking the Browns. That you, If you don't question those two games as a as an owner or as a GM, just to say, hey, what did you get? What did you see? You call him in the office. You sit down and say, take me through these plays. Take me through what Let was going on. Let me get in your on. mind. Yeah. Yes, you have to because those are decisions that could have changed this season. I mean, you take Kansas City and you put that as a win, you know, and, and you think about just not competing, you know, maybe it's on coaches, maybe it's the coaches, and say, why did we have – why did we put Herbert out there against Jacksonville? Yeah. Was, was that why, – why, so so when you're asking me, I'm so – these are the questions that if I'm the GM, if I'm the owner, I'm like, hey, I need to talk to you. I need to know what were your what was your mindset? You have a fourteen year old vet, fourteen year vet on your on your roster, with still with some pretty good weapons. Do you think that he was probably? Do you what? What made you say I don't want to go with him? Because did he at that particular day, day give you the best chance of winning that football game? But low, I don't know because you saw Chase Daniel come in for a few plays in that Niners game when they had to evaluate Herbert for a concussion, and it looked like an absolute mess. So then it goes to show you, it, 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 I think it highlights the flaws of the scheme because when you look at a scheme, an elite quarterback is supposed to elevate that already foundational scheme in place. But even if it's a great scheme, a backup quarterback is able to at least right the ship and carry the offense. I remember when Mahomes got hurt in the playoff game against Cleveland and Chad Henney came in. Chad Henney looked really good in that offense. Obviously, he's not Mahomes, but what does that go to show you? It goes to show you that Kansas City's scheme is very strong and any average quarterback can thrive in it versus is Justin Herbert carrying the lackluster scheme of the Chargers? Because when you saw uh, Chase Daniel come in, it looked like an absolute mess. So what does it go to show you? The scheme is probably flawed, and we have an amazing quarterback trying to carry it and mask up the flaws. Yeah, and I don't know if it's also just the scheme and also, like you alluded to earlier in the show, lack of talent. When yeah. you think about when Chase walked into the huddle and they tried to run a play, he got sacked right when he touched the ball. They were in the backfield. So Herbert just shows you that, hey, athletically, and you know he can get out of trouble and make their bad play good. So I don't know if it's scheme as much as it is also not having the talent because, Bourne, and we know this offensive line is decimated. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely decimated. I mean, absolutely decimated. And guys, again, we'll, we'll be wrapping it up shortly. But at the end of the day, guys, it, it's now or never for the Chargers season. Second straight week of Sunday night football. 
when the Chiefs took the field inside of SoFi last year, an AFC West lead was on the line. The Chargers had that game in their hands, and they lost it, and eventually lost in overtime in, in a thriller against Kansas City. And listen, it's still Justin Herbert under the bright lights of primetime, and as long as he is on the field, folks, the Chargers will have a chance, and maybe a rather minuscule one on this time, but a chance nonetheless and at the end of the day when we take a look at this chargers offense they're, they're basically in the middle of the pack uh you know 15th in total yards per game 16th in points and i think that's something where we're a little bit confused we thought that this would be a, a surefire top seven offense in the national football league and unfortunately the defense is, is what's struggling again for the chargers they're 30th you know they're 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 30th in rushing yards allowed they're 20th in total yards allowed they're 29th in total points allowed so at the end of the day low the, the, the defense is just not good, but we noticed that they have a chance if the defense can bend and don't break. And what did we notice? They gave up a ton of yards to San Francisco, but once San Francisco got in the red zone, Staley stacked the box and he made Jimmy G beat him in the air and it was a proven to be a good recipe. So, Lo, give me your keys to the victory against Kansas City for the Chargers. Yeah, I think you got to find a way to run the ball. I think you got to sit and say, hey, look, we got to go ahead and, and say, we got to find a way to run the ball. If not, we got to do more bubble screens. We got to do find a way to get the ball into Eckler's hand on, on on bubble screens. Get three guys in front of him. Put three guys to his side, and then send him the opposite way. Create the one on one matchups with Eckler. That's one. Two. You got to say who's going to be the tight end. Don't know who's going to step up and play, but you got to find somebody that can control the control the sticks. So that's why you want a lot of stuff that you're going to make the running back flare out. So make the linebackers run out wide, and then hey, have a guy get right in front of the quarterback where he can have it open. High low combinations. You got to make sure you got someone over the top, but then someone in front of him. Give him a two way throw either right in front of him or even over the top. So make the safety, make decisions. And defensively, you got to bend, continue to bend, but don't break. Mm -hmm. But you got to start getting some stops, slow teams down, give your op offense more opportunities. That's going to be key. And on special teams, you've got to control field position. you got to win the special teams batter, battle by either a kickoff return, a block, a punt. Something's got to happen. And you got it without a doubt, you got to win the turnover battles playing against Kansas City. Yeah, man. Special teams is 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 so important. And Patrick Mahomes coming into this game leads the National Football League in passing yards. He's only played nine games, but he's already thrown for almost three thousand yards. I feel like in ten years from now, there's going to be a six thousand yard passer. It's getting so ridiculous in the National Football League in terms of the air attack. But listen, Patrick Mahomes comes in. They have a really stout rushing attack led by seventh round rookie Isaiah Pacheco, who's starting to kind of take more run away from Clyde Edwards Hilaire. And of course, Travis Kelsey is going to be the key for Kansas City's steamrolling offense. The question is, will the pot be able to neutralize Kelsey well they have a big answer in Derwin James and can the and can, can the Chargers put up put up enough points here I think those are a lot of keys you know to figuring out you know well, I have a feeling that the Chargers are actually going to stun him here on something I have a feeling that the Chargers are going to win this football game and I think move a lot of heads because why not why not Sunday night football I, I would I wouldn't say the season's on the line but 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 the division is on the line you know the Chargers if they want to no win question. the division it's got to win. They got to win this game. And, 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 I, and I think they will win this game. I think they win this game 27-21. I think they move a lot of heads. And I think things start going in the right direction because I think Justin Herbert's getting healthier. If they just get a few of these pieces back, uh, I think they're going to win the game. What about you? What's your score predictions for this hey, one? Hey, first one, mine's simple. The first one to 30 wins this ball game. And like you said, the division's on the line. Yeah, playoffs not on the line, but division is. If you want to win the division, you have to win. And I think it's going to take 30. First team to 30 wins the game. So if the Chargers get the 31st, they win. Kansas City get the 31st, they win. Simple no, as that. No doubt, everybody. will have it covered live at the end of Chargers Chiefs on Sunday Night Football. I hope everyone's having a great week. Make sure you go check us out. 
For Lorenzo Neal and Born and Azari, everybody, signing out. Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.